We're live. And the interesting thing is I'm hoping this is going to be on Facebook now. So very exciting to have you, Marcy. I'm going to just make sure. Oh, and we are. So we made it back. <laughs> I don't know. If, I, I don't know who always wants to win, technology or me, but I'm very obstinate. I have very good teachers. So I'm really, really happy to have Marcy here tonight with me. So welcome everybody to the episode 22nd of Manifesting with Meg. This is our August edition. It's all about magic of friendships in August. And I'm really, really excited to have my very good friend, Dr. Marcy Ross, as my special guest tonight. Um, welcome, Dr. Marcy. Thank you so much for having me. This has been an adventure already. You guys don't know. We've been working. <laughs> it's like, I'm never sure whatever is really going to happen on my interviews, but I'm always hoping for the best. That's for yeah. sure. So um, welcome. And I just want to give all of you um, an introduction into this, into this incredible lady that we are so lucky to have here with us tonight. Um, but before I do so, as always, um, Marcy, before I introduce you tonight, I'd like to ask you to set your intention for this interview tonight and pick a number. And as you all know, in past um, Manifesting with Megs, since it goes along the line or the timeline over the year with the Magical Guide to Bliss, my book, um, it generally flows from there. So go ahead, Marcy, go ahead, set your intention. And at the end, we'll go ahead and we will go into what exactly it is that the universe has for you at the end. Okay, so, so a little bit about Dr. Marcy. She is a woman's self-care expert. And for many of you who were who was were here at Shine 2019, she was one of my keynote speakers for Shine Love. And she did an incredible job inspiring everyone who was in the Ritz that one day to start looking at their life through the eyes of love, which is always a great place to start. And certainly, um, she definitely inspired and motivated people to start thinking about their lives a little differently. She is a pharmacist, an integrative nutrition health coach, an international speaker, and author. She founded Edlin Essentials and Happy and Healthy Co um, Coaching out of the passion of helping women not just live, but to thrive. And she just recently published her book with it was 12 other authors, two experts and the rest 10 that were a contributory authors to Thrive Girl Thrive. And it was fantastic. We were in Washington, D.C. together this last Thursday night with amazing, amazing people just celebrating the incredible gift um, that uh, we are basically sharing our stories with the rest of you. So I'd love for her to talk later about that in the interview. Um, and as we go on, she does work for professional women and with professional women, healthy is the new beautiful, which is definitely something that is something to keep in mind and no more fake it till you make it. She's a mother, wife, and, and basically she does it all as a CEO. So Firsthand, she knows the battles women face and struggle with sustaining positive mental, physical, and emotional health. And I can't uh, tell you more of how excited I am. Um, this friendship with Marcy um, started <laughs> on a plane coming back from Washington about two years ago now. Um, and I and I had said this at our 
um, at our Thrive Girl Thrive launch, but it's really true. You never know what wonder pe wonderful people will be sitting right next to you. And I certainly was blessed to, to meet this wonderful woman. And now I, I get to call her one of my friends. So welcome, Marcy. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for that kind introduction, Meg. Well, tell us in your own words a little bit about your story so everyone can get to know you a little bit more. Having arrived at this place in your life, we're actually experiencing through the magic of friendships and how that plays out in your business, so, um, both professionally and, and personally as well. That's a great question. And so when, when I first start thinking about this question, I'm like, how far do I go back, right? Because we always have this time in our season in our lives when we can realize that there's a shift, right? And for me, that shift that shift happened about five years ago where, um, you know, I have my husband, we were married seven years at the time. Um, I, I'm an executive in corporate America. I have two sons um, and uh, we have a big old house and driving a big old car, a fancy car. And they go to a great school and from the outside looking in, it looks like everything is perfect. And I'm not saying that I love where my life was, but I really was not connected to me. I was full of resentment. I was just not feeling like myself. I'm a fire sign. I'm a Leo. I've always been <laughs> energy. This didn't have energy. I felt pissed off all the time, if we're being honest. You know, I was always kind of uh, just an undercurrent, that passive aggressive. I just wasn't myself. And I really... Most of it was targeted, unfortunately, towards my husband, um, who, you know, sometimes you, the people you love, you just sometimes treat them the worst, unfortunately. And unfortunately. So, <laughs> so for me, um, we came to a crossroad in our marriage, and I, I'm so thankful for him for being a good friend to me, even when I couldn't be a friend to myself. So I had my sons. I was so focused on having this perfect world that, you know, I didn't take time away from me. I was very anxious or feeling very guilty. I mean, like guilt ridden when I when I left them or I was my house wasn't perfect or this or I need let me just do one more thing at work or let me, you know, answer every email, every whenever it comes in. And I found that I was just not happy. And um, my husband and I ended up going to counseling. And so I and that's why I think this period because our marriage and our relationship was so strained at the time that that's why I can mark that that for me was a turning point for me. Um, and what I discovered when we went to counseling and thankfully we were married 14 years in April. So, wow. you know, we were able to through our friendship and our love for each other, other really salvage our passion and our, our fire. <laughs> Look at you moving around when you say that, huh? <laughs> so that I mean, our friendship was there, but what I love is that we have our passion back. We have our fire back in our relationship. Awesome. That's what I celebrate. But after we kind of, you know, we went through our, our season of counseling, I actually kept going because what I found was it was never really him. It was me. And that if I were to find, um, the, if I was truly to repair our relationship, I had to first repair myself and find myself again and make it separate from him or my children. And so, which sounds crazy as a mother, it hurts, it's, it's uncomfortable, but I had to really realize that I could no longer feed my life from an empty cup. Yeah. I had started the journey to my own self-care. 
that I didn't realize what I was doing at the time. I just realized that I needed to find myself again. And I missed me. And I had to find this new version of myself. I was now a mom, a wife, an executive, a head of a household or a woman of the house. Mm-hmm. How could I now settle in to these roles and discover this new version of myself that I had just kept rolling to the next thing, rolling, rolling, rolling. I never kind of just stopped and allowed these new, this new skin to fit onto myself. And so a whole lot of faking it till you make it, a whole yeah. lot of just you know, put it on a brave face for everybody. And so I, I marked that time in my life as a very pivotal time in my adulthood. You know, really, I was, it just was very, it was very, it was an eye-opening experience. And so that started my journey to more self-awareness. And with that, I started just doing a lot of like talking to other women because I'm like, oh my gosh, I, you know, as I started to discover myself, I didn't even realize that it was guilt or that these things were holding me back. I just assumed this is what you do. This yeah. is what women do. I didn't even know that I could not do it. <laughs> so I talked to these other women and they were like, oh my gosh, me too. Or or some women were imparting the wisdom onto me and I was so you know hungry for it. You know, and so other women were like, Well, what are you doing? And so I just slowly but surely started taking steps that got me back to me. And that's was five years ago. And I think that's what people see is just that's why I like to tell the backstory because I think sometimes people see you in a light and they assume that they don't know the journey. Like they are, what did uh, Maya Angelou say? You you see my glory, but you don't know my story. Yeah. And that's why I think it's very important. I'm very authentic and I I, I really, I love my my journey. It was very painful. It's very uncomfortable. Um, but I think it's very necessary to tell that backstory so people kind of understand that you have to kind of shed those things in order to re- really rebuild yourself. You know, I love how you speak to seasons. I think that a lot of people um, think that you arrive at a certain place and everything is going to be incredible and never be bad again. And, you know, it's just that you keep rising. And as you do in each season, like you speak to, you have challenges, but they're there so you can learn something. So I love how what you say that you found people surrounding you to impart the knowledge. I think that's really important because the more women are open and willing to share and collaborate, which is something that you spoke to a lot this past week, the collaboration, once you're willing to get out there and open yourself up to others, the vulnerability as well, like you said, the vulnerability of your story, your backstory, then you become a catalyst for some really incredible change. And, you know, like I said, August is the last month of summer with regard to, um, uh, you know, having a season of just, you know, relaxing a little bit differently than we do during the year. Um, school's about to start. We have Labor Day weekend, the final weekend coming up. And, you know, I, I think it's really important to be cognizant of this point in time in all of our lives where we talk, we stop and smell the roses and, and basically take this time to or make time for yourself as well as in connection with other people because you know you might be going through something and you might be able to help somebody else at the same time and i know that you truly and and i watch you on your facebook lives a lot you know so i get to see the real marcy and, and i don't think there's any other thing than the real marcy you're very authentic you show who you are and i think that's really the beauty of who you are is that you come to the table you know 
you know, perfection, flaws, anything, and just say, this is me, you know, this is who I am, and that's what I'm going to be, and there's no other way of living this life. So, you know, I, you know, I, I really am in really incredibly happy that today is the day that I get to interview you, because one of the insights, or the insight for today is open your eyes, this remains a wonderful world. And I think it's all about shifting the mindset, the focus on the largest of the world and the goodness of the world rather than its limitations. So can you speak to how maybe with what you're doing right now with all your different projects and the way you are relating to your husband and your, your best friend, how you are setting out to shift the dominant paradigm to something that's more life giving rather than destructive. Like we see so much in the social media today. So your question is say it again. So how are you going about, you know, shifting or helping shift the, the, the paradigm, the dominant um, narrative, literally, you know, and, and I think that goes to say that your book certainly goes a long way in, in bringing that to light so that you're the change you wish to see in the world. You know what? That's, that's actually a good question. I don't know if that is what I'm trying to do. Okay. I, I feel like there's so much work I have to do with myself. Okay. I just do it in a public place. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> really gathering and also creating safe spaces. Um, I think because I do bring myself and that myself includes a work in progress. Myself includes. This is my journey. I don't. I don't want anyone to be on my same journey. I think that it's just about giving yourself permission to open your eyes to your journey, um, or not. You know, I think that everybody's in different seasons of their life. So for me, it's just about being able to bring like-minded women together, mm -hmm. um, and then pour into each other. And I think sometimes with that rolling, the other women give themselves permission to trust another woman, trust trust themselves in a relationship, to, to be calm in their voice, to go to God and really ask. Like, so, you know, I'm here surrendering my own will to whatever you have for me and, you know, shedding the things, unlearning a lot of things. And so if if by watching me or, or be or me inviting you along or to just witness my journey or me having my Facebook rants or talking to women about, oh my gosh, I feel so guilty when I go work out and, you know, and having an open myself up to being vulnerable. If that is the energy that I can put out into the world, um, then I love that because that's what I receive back. And that's what is joy for me. So I think at the end of the day, Meg, it's very, it's self a little self-serving because the energy I get from you, the energy I get for other women, or even men or children or whoever it is, it, <laughs> it's beautiful to me. It, it, it comforts me and it makes me feel that I am living um, in, on, on the path that God sets. I've been really on two things, and that is giving myself permission to do things the way that I feel my spirit and my mind and my body's guiding me, and also being on God's timeline and not my timeline. I'm a very action item person. And so for me, stop thinking about, that's why I say seasons instead of time. Okay. It's important for me to not think about my own timeline, but to think about God's timeline for me. And so that's really the change I want to see in the world, I guess. 
So, you know, it's interesting because magic of friendship can be self-friendship, be friend to yourself before you can yeah. even step out into the world and, and befriend others. Like literally be kind to yourself. And I guess as a self-care expert that you are, you know, it would it would it would behoove you to do that literally, because that's that's kind of the message that you that is the message you're putting out in the world is how, you know, you know, put the oxygen on yourself before you can you can save anybody else, which right. is which is exactly what it sounds to me like you're saying. So, you know, I have to say um, what you spoke to really um, speaks to me in many respects, because as you know, human doers, you know, instead of like human beings, right? Um, you know, sometimes the vibration we put out there, the energy we put out into the world can be very depleting after a while if we don't, you know, fill our own cups. And I think that that is what you're speaking to. If, if I correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's really important what you're saying is to make the changes, you have to focus on what what energy uh, you need to, you know, fill back up, like literally. And I, and I, you, you speak to the fact that you are in prayer a lot. You, that's something that's really important to you that you get still, you know, you, you have conversations with God in many ways and you listen perhaps to the answers in the relationships that appear and align with you because I think that you said that as well. You said you look the like-minded people, which is very important because it's. I think we all are mirrored reflections of right. each other, which I think is fascinating because when we're really in bad places, you wonder why is everybody yelling at you, and it's like literally yeah. maybe that's something that you're attracting. So, and I don't mean clones. I just mean like, like you said, mirrors of my of of just and I would say. You know, I think it's like basically other seekers, right? Yeah. Other seekers, people who who um, are here on this planet are once around to enlighten ourselves a little bit more, to you know connect a little bit more, to hold each other a little bit more. And I think you know, I think that you have already uh, alliterated to the fact that you're embracing maybe more magical choices when it comes to your life and your roles in your life. And, you know, I, I think that um, based on your bio, it seems, it's clear that you're a leader and it's clear that you're someone who's taken a leap of faith. And interestingly enough, how do you use your friendships and engage people who are really in your circle um, to, to um, help support you and, and you vice versa in the same ring? Oh, man. I'm loving my friendships. I was just telling my best friend how much I'm loving the friendship between my husband and I. Like, I'm like, oh, man, I just the energy that I'm getting from the love that exists between me and so many people that I, you know, it's just beautiful. I, I feel like, are you tired? Are you this? Are you to take care of yourself? I was like, I'm, I feed off your, I feel tired. Or this is so much high vibration around you. You know, like at the ubiquitous women's expo, I just hugged on so many people and just love. We just exchanged energies, and it, and so I don't feel depleted. I feel happy and energized, and and you know, just just thankful, 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 thankful. And so, what it does for me, my friendships help me to have. I don't know. I, I guess the light in my life comes from the friendships that are around me. And that includes the friendships 
that exists between my children and I, mm. I'm the authority in their life. My husband and I are the authority in his life. Yeah. <laughs> um, my mom, my dad, like my, my family and my friends. So it's an exchange. I don't feel depleted by anybody in my life. But and then I think when it when it and everybody's at different places, that's what is amazing. You know, that's why I say like-minded. It doesn't mean that we're all at the same place at the same time. Yeah. Everyone's giving each other grace. I just feel like we're not like judging. And that's one of the reasons like, I got, I recognize that I am a leader and I, and I think that I, I'm getting more and more comfortable with that skin. But what I'm not is someone who feels like I know it all. And that's why I show everything. Oh my gosh, guys. Did you, you know, I just, somebody said something, God is on, on our Thrive, Grow, Thrive, that yes, God is your all in all. And I'm like, I've been hearing that phrase forever. And I just, <laughs> Like he's your all in all. He's not just your spirit, but he's your mind and your body. Like he's everything. He's like, you know, you try to put him in a box. And so I sh I bring that kind of like that innocence, right? Or the ignorance, maybe. <laughs> right. And so I that's what I like. I like people that know, like, I don't want people to look at me like, oh, I want to be like Dr. Marcy. That is not what I want at all. I want even unless you're taking from Dr. Marcy gives herself permission to be fully planted on her journey and, and, and her desire to be close to God and to hear him whisper in her, in, in her ear what her next assignment is. And so in that regard, but I don't, I, I, I'm humbled when people are like, oh, I want to be like you. I'm like, be like yourself, please. <laughs> um, so my friendships are, are honest. Right. And I love the honesty that exists between my friendships. I love the love. I love I'm just really pleased with it. Now I'm learning my friendships are swelling. I like that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, you know, I always said um, I, I'm, I'm accused of being very inclusive. And I said, oh, my God, I grew up that way. We always welcome in whoever wants to bring the the incredible love and energy into our lives. So I've always loved that notion, but I've never heard anyone describe it as my friendships are swelling. That's very cool. That's very cool. Um, you know, as, as a person who loves words, um, behind me is the word hope, but I'm looking behind your head and I'm trying to read what are the words that you've got there. I love that. I love, go ahead. What we think we become, Buddha, yeah. right? Yeah. Isn't that true? Like, so it, for instance, you know, it's it, and it parlays into friendships as well. You 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 want to think that you're a good friend, you know? Then perhaps that's something a part of your becoming, and that's actually what your your talk at Shine was all about was becoming the whole idea of your own personal evolution in in conjunction with the people that you surround yourself with and and so let's talk about thrive girl thrive because this is a, one of the exciting developments in your life and, and you know, when you smile you just beam with pride and i know that when we met in 2017 you actually were talking to me about writing a book at that time right. and i remember i had shared with you my book and then you're like oh my god this is so exciting and then you you you, you branched out on with your company edlin essentials that are essentially really wonderful vitamin therapies to heal from the inside out to yeah. collaborate with that, with a thriving concept. And now, now you're out there, you know, showing 
your story and the story of many others in this anthology um, about different women who've surpassed their pain to actually thrive and you know and as such in your group you made very good friendships yeah. during the process and and like you said uh, last year at this time it was just an idea and now it's your reality so talk to me about this project and the friendships that you've made over time to help move it along yeah so i've been thinking about and and i think that's why my backstory is so important is because i i was making money i had the man the money the house the kids i had all these things but I was still in survival mode, you know, and um, I wasn't thriving, you know, and I, I, there was a mental shift that had to happen within my, when myself before I could under even understand that, like, oh my gosh, I have all my boxes checked. Yeah. What's going on? Like, <laughs> as someone who has such high energy and, you know, just all these things and, you know, just, I just, I've always been a happy person. Um, but I, at that time in my life, I just was so overburdened. And so, again, I started doing a lot of like just Facebook. Once I started having conversations one on one, I just started to kind of, we need to talk about some things. My body was changing. You know, I'm in my mid 40s. I'm 49 now, but I'm, I was in my mid 40s or early 40s and my body was changing. Everything seemed to be shifting and I had no handle on it. <laughs> so I was just surviving and not really living my true authentic self and I wasn't feeling like I was thriving and I wanted to thrive, right? Um, but at first I had to give myself permission to thrive. And so just from, just just with that, I became an integrative nutrition health coach. Mainly I went to the uh, Institute of Integrative Nutrition because I wanted to understand better my own nutrition and my own, it always has to start with your own growth, right? I really didn't have any intention of being a coach. Uh, it was just because I, again, started talking and women were like, oh my gosh, I have, you know, I learned a few things. I've created a program for myself. I followed the program for six months and, and um, things started changing within me and I started talking to women and then they asked me to support them. And I'm like, oh, yes it's my jam i love supporting yeah. people i wouldn't even just say women but i found that i identified more uh with women and so it was a, a natural connection in terms of our same struggle and and i say this about thrive girl thrive because it's like nothing else i'm doing it's not edlin essentials it's not healthy and happy coaching it really isn't, isn't even Dr. Marcy. What it is is a community of women. And I say this, Thrive Girl Thrive is all about um, being a platform for women, no matter where you live, no matter who you love, and no matter what you look like. This is, to me, God told me, this is his community. This is his company. Um, Thrive Girl Thrive will eventually become a 5013C. Um, this is going to be... A, a platform, like I said, for women to be able to come and just get the support they need, um, whether it's health, whether it's emotional, whether it's mental, spiritual, mm -hmm. it's grow into something that really helps to support women in a very authentic and non-judgmental way. And now what timeline that looks like, it's all up to God. Like I have to take steps and I know that that's the journey I'm on. It's, yeah. it's virtually the Thrive Girl Thrive is going to be a, an amazing, have an amazing impact on the lives of many women. And we're starting with this book, but well, we started with the community on Facebook. Yeah. We have a thousand women uh, on Facebook. And then 
the book, you know, in, in, in its in its honor, the name the, for its namesake, um, the same thing. Thrive, girl, thrive is a, a women's guide for abundant mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. And so, I did a call for for authors. My first uh, uh, vision as a visionary author, um, and I just felt strongly. I felt that not it was important to tell your stories. It was important to have a collection of women come together tell their story either in a bucket of mental emotional spiritual was my intention right you remember our call yeah i remember want to be in a, one of these buckets <laughs> but it, and i'll tell you what god told me i was totally wrong um but it at the end of each chapter it was important for me for there to be a takeaway for the reader mm-hmm. that there was something that they could say these three points were, were impactful for me, or this guidance made a difference for me. So that you, each woman can see themselves, no matter whether you're you're trying to release fear, you're trying to come alive to your dreams, you're trying to, you know, break barriers, your your self-love, your, your, your mental health, all of that is in this book. Um, you are, you know, not listening to other people um, and, and aborting your own dreams. So all of these things um, came together. Now, what I learned in this book, Meg, and you know from our conversation was, I thought originally it was just like everybody would fit into one of these categories. Right. What I found was, hmm, this is so funny because God today just told me he wasn't compartmentalizing. I try to do that with the book. Mm-hmm. Is this with all of it? If you read the book, you will be touched mentally, emotionally, and, and spiritually. It's not just one bucket. Right. Everybody exists within all of the buckets. Yeah. All of the stories lift you up in your in your soul, in yeah. your mind, and in your emotions. And so it's such a seamless mm. body of work that speaks to something so powerful that it just blows my mind. It blows yeah. my mind. I have to tell you, I love that you said no compartmentalizing because honestly this season of my life i am so anti-box like literally don't put me in a box don't push me into a cage don't you know place your labels or anything on me it's my season to be free and literally what that means is exactly what you say wherever i land wherever i show up authentically or otherwise that's where I'm going to be. And don't, don't, you don't have to put a, a title on me or anything to that. So I love that you said your vision, but yet you trust the process to let it unfold in such a way that what came to be the result was not forced because you allowed. And, and I think I can use the word surrender because you and Dr. Celeste are working on doing a new surrender fast coming up. But I think that's really important when you get the vision, right? And you follow those steps that are guiding you. At the same time, you're allowing and surrendering to something greater than even yourself that you even know about. So I want to I wanna commend you for allowing that to unfold, how you um, were guided rather than forcing, which a lot of type A personalities, you know, like myself, I mean, would do. <laughs> like we got a Leo and a Sag on the phone yeah. right now. So clearly we're strong personalities. That being said, the I don't know if you have the book with you. I'm hoping you do that you can show the cover. No? Okay. Well, I was hoping because I, I you're still sending me all the copies, so I didn't have it. I gave one to my my guests. No, no worries. Sorry about when we sat down. It's it's in the 
everything's boxed up. No worries. I'll go ahead and I'm going to put it on the feed afterwards. Okay. Everyone get to see the beautiful cover and the and the back cover. But I, I you know, I want to, I'm very proud of you, Marcy. And I think that it takes a lot of work and determination at the same time. It's not, you know, snap your fingers and voila, you know, you have to do the, you have to do the next best inspired action and then do celebrate in which we were able to do as a group of friends Now, I wanted to speak to that because what you did was beautiful in that you established a instant messenger group where we were all able to get to know each other and uh, and share prior to actually the book coming out which I think is really important to the ultimate product because it wasn't it didn't feel disjointed it really felt interwoven because we did know each other and i remember i was asking you at the outset well tell me the other names of the chapters so i know and what and you're like mag don't worry don't worry about it everything will fall into place which is like what i said type a you know control <laughs> on my end but um you know and as the the you know clearly the editor of the whole process as well as a contributing or author yourself you were able to see for everyone else how the story played out which yeah. is fascinating and exciting and so tell me a little bit about you experiencing that as it unfolded so i had a vision i i, I it was important to me that we became a community it really was. I, I wanted to. I wanted to get to know of you, all of you better, and so um, I wanted all of you to feel comfortable. So we we have the messenger group group, but we also every month we were on a Zoom call. So yeah. We got to see each other. We got to just laugh with each other. We got to, you know, we have two authors that are, you know, one's a mom, new mommy, one's another, you know, about to have a baby in October. You know, we got to just share, you know, some, even some unfortunate things that were happening in, in our lives. We got to just celebrate each other. You know, we got to hold each other up in the light. We just, it was beautiful. And I think that that's what happens when you come together for a great, reason you mm -hmm. still focus on that and you just support each other in that goal and we just you know there are bonds that have been created that i that i know will only strengthen you know the relationships i was loving that you guys call each other connect with each other independent of me and that's what i want like i i started off as kind of the common thread but i'm not anymore i'm one of you guys we're we're on equal equal footing and it's just a beautiful thing i feel like i have you know I say twelve new sisters. You know, yeah, that's that's amazing. That's and from all over the country too, which is even more exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, you know, you've become a leader with a vision. At the same time, you are also a sister to other people. Like literally, the role becomes a friend to really family. I mean, you've kind of transgressed or opened up your circle past what is considered, you know, acquaintances or just friends. And that's really magical when you start to feel the, um, you know, the threads of family take hold and, and literally wherever you are. And I love this about, for me, this is truly um, how I see friendship. And I, I would love to get your, your insight as well as I think when you, you welcome people, you know, it's season, reason or lifetime, but not, not necessarily, um, once you connect, it's over. I think that you always carry a piece of another 
with you. And many times they change you, like literally by virtue of the fact that you've established a relationship with another person. So, you know, friendships to me have, you know, ultimately this is why, this is actually how I was taught because my family moved from New York to Florida when we were very young. So they had to establish those family groups with people we called friends. And and so we've always been very, you know, excited about bringing more friends into our life. So, you know, so it's that whole, that whole, you know, extending your circle. Um, so friendships are very important to me and, and they mean a lot to me. So it's like over time, even if I don't connect with you for a while, it doesn't matter when you meet up again, it's the hugs. I love how you say, I can't wait to hug on your neck. It's like my favorite phrase that you use. I was like, I love that. That's awesome. So, <laughs> So like, you know, how do you turn, uh, you know, what inspiration do you have to offer everyone who's listening today about how to turn the magic of friendships to help collaborate and realize their dreams of their own? Um, how to collaborate and make friendships? You know, you know, it's like, for instance, we all have our dreams, right? We all have those things that are close to our heart that we want to see realized. And sometimes we don't know what they are and then we get clarity around them and we know what they are. So how do we, how do you, or what inspiration do you have to offer, you know, everyone who's listening, how to turn your, you know, those magical friendships of those people into, into really people who help you collaborate toward realization of your dreams. Because isn't that, that's kind of what happened with your book. You you offered, you know, the you the call out, please, anyone interested, people who did, and you welcome in, they collaborate with you, and now one of your dreams is realized. Right. So how do you offer like what kind of inspiration do you offer other people? And it might not be the same dreams, right? Right. So I think that it has to start with you, right? I, I think that you have to be pretty clear on what your heart is speaking to, what you feel like you have an assignment to do. Um, when you feel clear, have clarity from within, when you send that energy out, you get back clarity, right? So yeah. the women that, there were actually a lot of women that applied um, that I just, I, I didn't, I had a certain number that I wanted to have in the book. I didn't want it to just be 25, 30 women where I felt like it wouldn't be a community. I, did, I felt like I would have gotten lost in making these bonds and these connections. And so it was really important to me to have this very genuine exchange between us and that would pour into the book, right? And so I was pretty clear on that. Um, and, and that is what I sent out, right? I didn't digress from that. I didn't change from that. And so the women that came, I was able to communicate that vision and communicate my passion very so their yes was like yes. I was like, I, well, I'm not done talking. They're like, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, and and so I think with that clarity and that passion, it was returned to me. And so I would say to any woman, you know, uh, that set your pure intention, and don't worry about the the crumbs or the little trinkets that you you might be trying to go after whether it's money or notoriety or just doing something because everybody seems to be doing it. Um, set your intentions to do something that it means something to you and then operate from a source of excellence. And that's what I wanted to do. My goal was to make sure that this was a great experience for my authors and that we as a collection, a collective, 
that we put out a great body of work, that we put something that we were proud to read, not just my chapter, yeah. the whole body of work that, that really um, was going to make a difference, that this was purposeful, this was intentional, this was not fluff, this was not just, oh, a checkbox, this was something that was, it means something to the reader. And so that is what I would say, be inspired by yourself first, and then be very clear about when you want to gather people, have the best of intentions and see it all the way through. Be a completer is what I would say. Beautiful. I, you know, I love how you say be intentional and then you speak to clarity of purpose, which is huge because a lot of people are intentional, but they take out the step of getting clear around what that is and, and what they see unfold subsequent to having your intention. And then the completers, fantastic. So intentional, clarity, and completer, because a lot of people, you know, get distracted, you know, like they have all these great ideas, they have a lot of clarity, but then actually the, the completer, the finisher, they, they lose sight of that for some reason or others, and they don't follow through. So I love your three. I think that's amazing. Intentional, clarity, and completer and that's wow. wonderful i like it and you know what i have to say um since this is a show about manifesting with me um so what are the best practices on manifesting friendships good friendships that are supportive healthy and positive and what do you do with the ones that are not oh so oh man I would say know yourself. I think I keep coming back to that because I think that that's really important because when you know yourself, you know what you desire in friendship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're, you're not like trying to make someone be something they're not. Um, you're not uh, being uh, just heavy weight on someone. You're not, you know, you understand what, like I tell people, if you need somebody who, you know, if they don't call you for a few days and, you know, you're upset, I'm probably not the friend for you, you know, like, <laughs> or you need someone who is not, you know, you know, I'm pretty direct, you know, I'm compassionate, but I'm direct and yeah. I joke around, but I'm also serious. So if you want somebody who, and I might change my mind, like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. You know, in terms of like, if we were going somewhere, if you need someone, if you're very rigid, I'm not a good friend for you. <laughs> and so I'm pretty hey, you're honest, right? That's what you said. <laughs> I'm pretty clear about what, what, um, it's 919. That's our time to pray. Um, I'm happy I'm talking to you at 919. Oh, I like that. Um, so I'm pretty clear. I think it's important to be clear about the kind of friend that you are first, and then you can pretty much, um, able to know what work, which kind of friendships work from you right away. <laughs> you know, I love high energy people. Um, I love women of integrity. I love women who are like, I'm just trying to figure it out. I love authentic women, you know, just people in general. Um, and so that's, I think, how I nurture these amazing friendships that I have with, with people. And I didn't even realize that I was really came to this place until my birthday on August the 10th. And I don't list my birthday on Facebook because I don't want to have to say thank you to people that only remember because they get a reminder on Facebook. Oh. And, and I can tell you, I get so many texts, calls, Facebook, it still gets out. Yeah. And okay, I went through all of the lists and it was hundreds of them. I was like, huh. I knew every one of like I knew and maybe, but maybe two or three 
that may have seen it and just said it, but I could feel the love. I could mm-hmm. feel it. I just I was overwhelmed by it. And I was like going through the names, and I was like, I know, like I know that name. I know I'm, even people I've never seen and touched physically. I've created these relationships, I think, because you know, just interacting on social media has just been really a good thing. And I just I felt that they genuinely were wishing me well, and I was genuinely thankful and, and, and gratitude for it. Um, now, for the people that you know, with not being able to manifest these great friendships, um, I find that it's easier and easier for me to um, not nurture them. I think that every relationship, whether it's with your children, your spouse, your mother, your father, your siblings, your your you know your girlfriends, um, you have to nurture them. And yeah. some need like you know what flowers. Some of your flowers may need more attention, and you give them want them to thrive. Other ones like the evergreens, you can water them every year, and you know they're fine. And that's how friendships are. You know, some of them. I have friends that I went to college with that those relationships are rock solid, and I talk to them at homecoming in October. Yeah, and it's a beautiful thing ever. Yeah. Um, very thank you know like so that's what I say when you know some of them need nurturing. Other ones, you know, daily nurturing, monthly, some yearly. And you just kind of go with what works. When when you feel good in a relationship, then you kind of adjust to what it takes to keep it going. Yeah, I like that. I, you know, it's really good to think about it that not everybody is the same kind of plant. <laughs> Literally, like you said. Because, you know, like you said, you know, some people are like, hey, anytime you need me, I'm here. That means water once in a while. And, you know, I love you. It's, you know, other people, they need a lot of tending, nurturing, et cetera, maybe. Um, and then and then others occasionally. I, I don't know. I, I agree with you there. Everybody's different. And if you come to people that way and know them for where they are, and where they come from and and, you know, certainly, you know, have the best of intentions, like you said before, and clarity of purpose with your friendships, you know, to grow and evolve and et cetera, you know, then. God, you know, it's amazing the fruits that happen or the blossoms that come about. And and I love that you say, you know, that we're on the phone with 919 because we have Tisha praying with us as we speak. And, you know, I always think about when you pray, move your feet. It's an African proverb. And it says to me, it speaks to me that if you pray for friendships or loving relationships in your life, then you got to get off your couch, literally, because life is happening outside to engage and find those people to match up with your prayer. So, you know, just by virtue of the fact that we got to all get together and celebrate, a lot of people had to get up off their couch and, you know, first of all, write the, write the chapter and then bring their friends to join us in the celebration where we got to be in that energetic, incredible vibration that started by one, but it but was passed through many. So that's, you know, I love, I love that. When you pray, move your feet, because if your prayer is for a stronger, happier, more, um, you know, loving world, 
then like we started off, you be the change you want to see. And that goes to speak toward friendships, towards your family, like you said, with your husband in the different seasons, you know, address those things that need oxygen and, 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 you know, breathe life into your own. So I, I find this amazing. So at the beginning of the interview, thank you so much for those tools, Marcy. That's great. I think that I love the idea that everybody's a different kind of flower or kind of plant and not all the same. <laughs> I love that. Um, so at the beginning of the interview, I asked you to set your intention. And I also asked you to pick a number to um, to speak to that intention. So what was your intention, if you don't mind sharing with everybody today? So my intention was to is to be a good friend to myself. Um, that really is it. I think that for me, being the best friend I can be to me um, means giving myself and nurturing myself, my, my entire being mm. um, with my relationship with God. Like that to me is me being a good friend is, is really nurturing that relationship. That mm. means everything to me right now. Um, and so just, and everything flows from that perspective. Like everything in my life is flowing from the relationship I have with myself um, and loving myself enough to pay attention to what is feeling good for me whether it's my nutrition, whether it's it's my thinking, whether whatever it is, I'm being very mindful and very self-aware mm. um, and then bringing everything to God in terms of just community and con connection with um, with my spirit and my mind and my body. Like I'm going to stop saying my spirit, just me. Yeah. You know, me as this entity and this, and this physical, mental and spiritual being is just being able to connect and hear God's voice. My, that's my intention for this call, for my life moving forward. Yeah. Until, you know, until God shifts me otherwise. You know, I love how you were speaking about, you know, God is everywhere. And, and honestly, in the Jesuit teachings, which I went to Boston College, they, you know, God, that's one of the, the one of the most empowered proponents that's God is in everything, everywhere, every person you meet. You just got to see it that way and listen and wait for the message. And honestly, you'll hear it if you're still and you're paying attention. So I love how you're saying that you want the conversation to continue. I think that by virtue of you opening up your life to share it with others, you're allowing other women and men and whoever wants to listen to see the God in you, bless the God in me. And I think that that is where the unconditional love component comes in. And we truly strive to be authentically at that place doing better. And you know, when we know better, we do better. Better. And you, you quoted Maya, and I'm going to ro go rock it back to Maya at the end of the conversation. So at the outset, you picked page number 19. 19. Uh, and I sent it to you. Do you have it in front of you on your... So your intention is to love yourself more and nurture yourself more in this community, as well as in your relationship with God. And on page 19, the insight is something great awaits you. So what, I, what I'd ask you to do is read um, the quote and then the insight and share it with the audience. And when I say we set an intention for ourselves, especially when in concert with other people, we share that intention across the board. So what you most want for yourself is what you share with others. So go ahead. So read the quote. Yes. Life is a process. We are a process. The universe is a process. 
Ann Wilson Schaaf. Yes. PhD American author. And then go ahead and read the insight if you can. Oh, the whole paragraph? I mean, you want to read it or do you want me to? So I know it's probably small font, but I love it. I can try. I mean, yeah, it is on my phone. Okay. So, I mean, I can do either way, but it usually comes better from you because it's your intention. So, it's going to be odd. Okay. <laughs> uh, life is a process that unfolds before you, it is how you approach the process that dictates the experience. And that is why trust is so important. While trust itself is defined as an assured reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth, strength or truth of someone or something, it can be an incredibly dualistic concept. On one hand, on one hand, the trust in life can seem challenging when you are struggling to surrender control. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, yet on the other hand, to trust in life can feel like a breath of fresh air as you ultimately release into a freedom that brings great peace. When you, this is good, Meg, uh -huh. when you become aware that you are part of something greater than yourself, both the struggle and the release have a purpose in the grand scheme of things. If you become aware and trust that the reason for the unfolding of your life events will contribute to your life to your life process then you can stop fighting what happens and truly begin to enjoy the ride you then won't miss out on all that is good because you fo your focus shifts remember it is it, it, remember there is always the possibility that greater magic and miracles are waiting are awaiting you around the corner, right around the corner. Really, magic is still there, just waiting for you to discover it. It can be, it can help you grow to greater heights. So just trust the process, then hold the key, then, then you hold the key to that something greater um, that will set you, your spirit free. Sorry, my eyes got tired. Magical key to bliss. Go for a walk in nature today and pay attention to the effortless, uh, effort, effortlessness of your surroundings. So I find it very interesting that there's surrender, there's trust the process, and we're talking about nature and our plants, <laughs> which is our friendships, how you describe it. So that's awesome. Thank you so much, Marcy. You. Uh, you know, I have to tell you, it's always been a wonderful being in conversation with you for all these years now. Mm -hmm. I have learned so much through you, especially how to use Be Live tonight. I really, really appreciate <laughs> it. Um, but you know, it's it's wonderful to have someone who really was a gift from God come into my life at a point in time where I was about to take a huge leap of faith myself and to establish or start even a better conversation um, and and what's come from that. And I say, you know, never know the surprises that come from meeting one, you, you find many. So I wanna thank you and, and I'm very grateful to you for that. Um, I do want to uh, encourage all of you to follow Marcy on the many different social media sites at Dr. Marcy. She also is with Healthy and Happy Coaching at, um, sorry, say the rest of it for your website. Healthy and Happy Coaching. 
Okay, so I will, I'm gonna go ahead and put everything in the feed afterwards. So if you're looking for Marcy, you'll be able to find her. She is a visionary. She is a source of incredible inspiration and incredible energy. And I would encourage you all to try to connect with her. And especially those who have been in Miami who've gotten the chance to meet her, they know that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not messing around. It's absolutely true. And then I really want to encourage everyone to join the Thrive Girl Thrive Facebook group. Just send a request. We, like I said, doesn't matter where you live, what you look like or who you love, you are welcome. We invite you into that group. It's, it's get loved up on, that's what we say. Get loved up on, hug up on your neck, right? <laughs> so if you wanna start manifesting your dreams and live the life you want with purpose and passion, you're welcome to contact me as well. Um, I look forward to continuing this conversation on a monthly basis um, and, and bring my magical guide to bliss to all of you. Um, Thank you, Marcy, again for bringing your magic. And as always, I give my guests the last word tonight. So leave us with some final inspirational words to rock the rest of October. Yeah, it. My words are thrive, girl, thrive. <laughs> I should have known that, right? I should have known that you were coming out with that. So thank you again, Marcy. I adore you. I love you. I was am so grateful for you. Remember that you are all here to be deliberate creators of your own life. Let your soul be guided by your dreams and let's all together raise the positive vibrations on this planet so that we all can live ultimately our greatest bliss. Um, enjoy the magic of miracles, shine your beautiful light. And until next time in September, where we get to talk more about the magical guide and wisdom and excitement and inspiration, manifest the most beautiful life you can imagine. Get a copy of Thrive Girl Thrive today and learn about the incredible stories um, that uh, this incredible group of authors set out. I'll go ahead and put all the links in the feed afterwards. And thank you all for tuning in, all of you. Blessings and bliss, my friend. And I love you, Mars. Good night, guys. Thank Good you. Night. Bye. Bye. Okay, so. Yeah, and bro.